Zombies are everywhere these days, appearing in everything from engagement photo sessions to some of the hottest television shows, such as AMC's The Walking Dead. Glenn Mazzara is the show's executive producer and showrunner. We had a chance to speak with Glenn over the phone about his years at NYU, his career paths, and we even got him to reveal the one place in Washington Square Park where you should escape to if there is a zombie attack. Glenn, I always like to start off by asking uh, alumni about their experiences at NYU. Could you talk a little bit about your memories of NYU? Were there any professors who had an influence on you? Well, yeah, I went to NYU from... um 85 to 89 undergraduate, and then I got a uh, master's in English, and one of the uh, professors that I worked with closely and and really had a great relationship with John Maynard, who was the uh, head of the English department at that time, and he was my uh, mentor for my uh, thesis, and uh, we just had a great relationship, and so he he, uh, just helped me through that, and, and he was just a great guy. You know who else was a great professor who who really uh, blew my mind was uh, James Cars, professor of religion, and he was you know the guy that when you when you go to college and you're you know learning all these different things he was really you know his his uh, seminars were packed and a lot of people would even minor in cars and take all his courses and stuff and, and he wrote a fantastic book called the finite and infinite games uh which when i uh speak at the writers guild about uh writing i often quote that book mm-hmm. and that was really he he was a uh just a, a huge influence on me so did you know that you wanted to be a writer when you were a student at NYU? Uh, actually, when I, I always wanted to be a writer. And when I went to high school, I wrote a couple of short stories, and I shared one of the short stories with a teacher there. And he admitted that it was horrible and that I really needed to read literature to uh, learn how to write. So he gave me a reading list, which was basically the Western canon. So I threw myself into reading it. And while I was at NYU, I was just focused on just reading and and learning as much as I could about uh, American and English lit. And at one point, I was actually thinking I would be a professor. And I... Um, did not really write while I was there. It was after I got my master's and just realized that I wasn't, I didn't think I was bright enough to be a professor, to tell you the truth. Uh, so I, I just sort of taught myself um, creative writing on the side. I was also, you know, I also worked for NYU. Uh, my, I met my wife at NYU. She worked in the, uh, uh, she worked for Annette Weiner. Uh, one of the deans there, and I was working at NYU Medical Center. I managed their emergency room and then some ICUs and stuff like that. So I uh, I was working at NYU while getting my degrees. Great. And can you talk about your career path after NYU? Uh, well, after I got my master's at NYU, I was, as I said, working at the uh, at NYU Medical Center, and what I was, and uh, that was a great, great experience. And I was involved as a logistics manager and then a project manager where we uh, renovated the emergency room and learned how to, you know, 
I would shut down half of the unit and renovate that and then move into that and renovate the other space. So yeah, these very, very complicated projects, you know, and there was no money to do it and very tight schedules. And, and I ended up becoming the specialist in the medical center for how to coordinate a lot of these different projects and these different moves to free up space so that the plant maintenance department could come in and, and completely renovate these patient areas. So I was writing before and after work and on the weekends and learning how to write. I wrote a play that was produced at Brown University. It was workshopped as, as part of a playwrights festival. And I, um, you know, wrote a couple of horrible screenplays and, and really wanted to learn how to write. So somebody explained to me about TV writing and production. And when I explained my job in the hospital, they said that was exactly like TV production. That if you think about it, I was working with doctors and nurses and architects and patients and parents and administrators and lawyers and all of that. So you had all of these people on very tight budgets and high stakes and, and very, very tight schedules. And that's a lot like making a TV show. There's a lot of crisis management. And I was able to, so I started, you know, writing spec TV scripts. And so when I came out in 1998 and landed a job on a show called Nash Bridges and did that for two years, and then I went on to a show called The Shield, I was able to use those management skills. Part of the thing was when I was working for NYU Medical Center, they uh, would send me to management training seminars. Very, very few writers in Hollywood have any management experience. And this is something that the Writers Guild is trying to teach writers so that when you learn to run a show, right, when you are the executive producer in charge of everything, you know, all of a sudden you're given 150 employees and told make a TV show. Well, maybe you're only a guy who's written some scripts, a man or a woman who's only written some scripts. So I was able to use that experience from the medical center. And I think that's been a, a big, big part of my success here is I'm just doing what I did in the emergency room, but on a TV show. It's the exact same skill. Oh, that's, that's really interesting. And it also ties into my next question, which is what advice would you give to someone looking to switch careers? My advice when you're going from one a career path to another is not to apologize for lack of experience in the uh, uh, new career path. A lot of people come in and they try to, when they interview for a job with me, they try to apologize, they try to be inoffensive, they try to be noncommittal and just say, well, I'm here to learn. That makes them a burden to me because my job is not to teach you. My job is to produce a TV show and to write a show. What I'm looking for in employees is what skills do you have that will help me succeed? So what I try to do is when I go into a job interview, I'm trying to say, here's my experience that I'm willing to offer to put at your service to help you succeed in your job. And so even though you may have skills from a different career path, those are still skills that you're offering to your employer. Those are still experiences that you can draw upon to help you succeed. 
skills are transferable, but people don't give themselves credit for having those skills. And so they see, they only look at their lack, lack of experience in the field that they're going to. They don't really see that there's a step in which you look at your total life experience and extrapolate it into the position you're shooting for. Can you explain your role on The Walking Dead? Sure. I'm the uh, executive producer and showrunner of The Walking Dead. So I am the, I guess AMC considers me the CEO of The Walking Dead TV show. So I I make all the logistical decisions, all the personnel decisions, but I also provide all of the artistic and creative direction for the show. Uh, I'm responsible for every word that gets written. I do have a writing staff, very, very talented bunch of people. Um, I, I prep and, and uh, uh, guide the directors. I work with the cast. I hire the cast. I, I decide on our show, since it's a zombie show, <laughs> you know, who, who gets eaten this week. And, and, uh, and then I have to produce the show. So I go through, you know, the entire post schedule. And, and so, you know, I'm, you know, on a on a, uh, a feature film, I would have basically the role of the director. Here, we do have directors for episode, uh, each episode, but I'm really the person who sets the creative tone for the show, the objectives, and then make sure that they get done so that we deliver a show every week. Television has embraced social media, using it as a tool for fans to interact with those involved in a show. Um, can you talk a little bit about social media and your experience with it? The the social media phenomena is still new, believe it or not, to the world of TV. So there are many showrunners who are you know have joined Twitter or set up podcasts or what have you to interact with the fans, but there it hasn't been uh, an accepted model yet. No one has really figured out exactly how to do it you know everyone does it individually so uh it's been very interesting you know i've just joined twitter a couple weeks ago and 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 i'm approaching 20,000 followers just off of the popularity of the show and those, those are fans who see me accessible as accessible they are very vocal in what they like about the show what they don't like about the show and it's it's uh, a force that you need to pay attention to. You certainly want to uh, satisfy fans, but it's not something that you could take direction from. Uh, you know, otherwise the the show becomes a mess and gets watered down. And so I really have to work with the producers and writers and and cast and crew and decide what is the direction of the show, what is the best story we can tell. So it's it's a new f- phenomenon and it's something that I've been learning how to deal with. It does require a lot of time to to manage it, but now that fans expect to have direct access to the creators and producers of a show it's it's uh it's hard to ignore it so it's 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 i would say in its nascent stage as far as how it affects tv production and if you had to tweet a description of the walking dead what would you tweet if i had a tweet a description of the walking dead i would just say it's a i right now i would say it's the most intense show on tv 
here's sort of a fun question for you. If zombies attacked NYU, where would you say would be the best place to run to? Uh, the top of the arch, I think, would be okay. Glenn, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us today. It was really wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. You know, I had a great time at NYU. I met my wife there. I'm very close. You know, you know what's been great is I'm still very, very close to a lot of uh, people that I lived in Brittany with, you know, and and I, I you know, talk to those people all the time and and uh it, it was interesting it's interesting to find myself where i am because when i went to nyu most of my friends went to tish i did not go to tish so it's sort of interesting that they're all scratching their heads looking at me well how did you get out here how did you do this but um i i really you know look back at nyu fondly and 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 um you know just realized it was a great experience and and I'm thankful for the not only the the education but just the the friendships that I have you know that that they've lasted you know all the way to this other coast and and you know through the decades it's fantastic looking for your daily dose of zombies be sure to check out the walking dead on AMC check your local listings for showtimes 